0: Hi, Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. I've got four more Penn State talking points here for Tuesday, August 9th, looking at what came out from over the weekend when Penn State coaches met with reporters, Penn State players met with reporters for the program's media day. We did offense earlier just looking at a couple key things to point out on the defensive side of it. Uh, We heard from James Franklin. We heard from Manny Diaz. Uh, One thing that we did uh, hear from is uh, Adisa Isaac, Um, As he returns from missing the 2021 season, he's a guy that a lot of people are watching to see if he can bring back uh, that pass rush. This is a position group that does have some question marks, including Adisa Isaac's health. But they, they lose Jesse Lucchetta. They lose Arnold Ebecchetti, who led the team in sacks and tackles for loss last year. Those guys were a really good tandem on the edges. So looking to replace that production and looking to do it with a first-year coordinator and Manny Diaz. Um, so Manny Diaz uh, said that Adisa Isaac looks confident and explosive as he works his way through preseason camp. This is a guy who uh, had been lauded for his athleticism, his twitch, all the tools physically that you need to thrive as a pass rusher. Uh, The Penn State coaching staff says he has those big time and this group could use that. Uh, It's a young, unproven collection of players, but there are some guys, if you look at them from a pure ability standpoint, three at the top of that list. Adisa Isaac is, is, is a good case of a veteran player with some experience and that athleticism and those pass rush skills. Chop Robinson <clears throat> is a true sophomore who transfers over from Maryland. He's a former five-star player uh, as a high school kid, according to 24-7 Sports. He has flashed that in preseason camp as well. He comes with high expectations. And lastly, denied Dennis Sutton is a five-star true freshman who arrived in late spring and is looking to make a quick entrance into this competition, he's a player who can also bring some things that you just can't teach. So if if one, two, or three of these guys who have all that physical ability are ready to do it on a consistent basis, it's going to be a big help to this collection of defensive ends. Remember, you also have Nick Tarburton back. uh, Smith Vilbert, who had three sacks in the Outback Bowl, is back. So you do have some other players here, but I think each and every one of them comes with some kind of question mark and whether they can answer those questions or not is a big thing. It appears that Adisa Isaac is well on his way to answering those questions, at least when it comes to the Penn State coaching staff. Another thing to watch out for is the emphasis of turnovers. Uh, as as Penn State shifts from Brent Pry, who had a little bit more of a conservative streak, it would appear, than Manny Diaz does, I think you can expect a few different things from this Penn State defense. One is... Uh, to prioritize the pass rush and to maybe come with some exotic packages, exotic blitzes. Um, the other thing is uh, the emphasis of turnovers. Uh, and that's been a running theme for the Penn State defense for years now. It's something that they've they've been talking about trying to do better for a while. And I think this is the group uh, that could maybe make some strides in that department. And I think the fact that the coaching staff is prioritizing it, and Manny Diaz seems to like a defense where everybody's flying to the ball, then you couple that with what they have back at the defensive backfield. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., who looks like he's in good position for a breakout year and maybe even a really high spot in the 2023 NFL Draft. I like Kaelin King, his ball skills. Daquan Hardy, their nickel corner, uh, led the team in pass breakups last season. And then you have Jair Brown, who led the team at interceptions, back, looks to take a big step forward uh, on his own. Uh, the competition at safety has some really good candidates for it. One of them is Key Wheatley, who is a former cornerback, former wide receiver, has really good length and really good ball skill. So you can kind of picture a defense where one or both of Jair Brown and Zaki Wheatley could be on the field on every single play, and they bring that element of being a threat to to take the ball away in that department and then when it comes to the coaching staff's emphasis I think flying to the ball and being aggressive trying to punch the ball out and working on those types of things to try to get the ball on the turf uh, including in the pass rush uh, trying to teach those guys to knock the ball out rather than just go for the sack I mean these are all different areas where an emphasis can really pay off but I think that Penn State has a couple more ball hawks in the secondary than they usually do. So I, I, I think there's a real shot here for them to not just emphasize turnovers, but actually improve upon that number from last season. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Looking a little further down the depth chart at the cornerback position, uh, this defensive backfield has some really good players back. Uh, You have a couple experienced guys um, at cornerback. Joey Porter Jr., who will be their number one, their lockdown corner. Uh, Daquan Daquan Hardy at, at the nickel is somebody that they trust and plays at a high level. Kalen King is a sophomore that everybody is really excited about. They've been excited about him since he arrived last January. But James Franklin brought up another name to watch, uh, which is Johnny Dixon, who is off to a good start in preseason camp. And the reason to bring him up in this space is that James Franklin brought his name up without being prompted. And usually that's a pretty significant thing for for Franklin to do that. Um, I think it's fair to say that the competition isn't over for the number 2 cornerback job. That would be Kalen King and Johnny Dixon battling out there. Uh, I think the expectation from everybody is that Kalen King is going to win that job. But it's good for everybody if Johnny Dixon is a competitive in that battle and b poised to be that number four corner. And this is a guy, you know, played some meaningful games for South Carolina before he transferred to Penn State last year. Uh, played some, uh, you know, not a lot of, not a lot of snaps last season, but was kind of a fixture in that rotation last year as well. If he's your number four cornerback and he's got all that experience, and you can mix and match, you've got some insurance for injury there. I think it, all in all, it's a good thing for for Johnny Dixon to be making a name for himself, or James Franklin to go out of his way to mention him at the very least. Uh, it's a guy who can be a really good number four cornerback and give you some really good depth there. And along these lines, uh, James Franklin also mentioned Marquise Wilson as doing a good job. He's a veteran who last year, because of how much depth they had at cornerback, was listed to try and play both ways as a cornerback slash wide receiver. This year now listed as purely a cornerback on Penn State's depth chart. Shifting to the kicking competitions quickly, uh, I thought there's a in terms of place kicking, it's an ongoing competition between Sanders Haydock, who's looking to try to unseat Jake Pinniger, the incumbent, for the place kicking job. You could also see, according to James Franklin, a short guy and a long guy, like we've had in the past with Jake Pinniger and Jordan Stout on the punting side. Barney Amor, who's a six-year veteran, uh, formerly a transfer from Colgate, is the leader in that competition, according to James Franklin. You have Gabe Nuosu, who's a gigantic uh, punter in contention as well. You also have a true freshman in Alex Bichetta, who's worth watching, a very, very talented kid with a big leg. If he can come in and be consistent, He's somebody who can continue to challenge as preseason camp goes on. Just because Barney Amore leads that competition now doesn't mean that Alex Bechetta can't make a run at it. Or even Gabe Nuosu can't make a run at it. You're also looking at maybe a guy like Bechetta as your kickoff specialist as well. So you have, you know, Jordan Stout did everything in the kicking game last year. Punting, place kicking, kickoffs. So now you have jobs up for grabs in all those areas. And uh, all of them are worth watching Kicker, uh, place kicker, kickoffs, and punter. Uh, keep it on Alex Bechetta. If he can keep, continue to earn the coaching staff's trust and be consistent throughout camp, I think without question he brings the most upside to that punting job. But right now, Barney Amore is the guy to beat. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. As always, be sure to follow along the daily Penn State podcast brought to you from Penn Live. Those can be found anywhere podcasts are. Everything else we do is available at PennLive.com Penn State football. And we'll see you next time here on the Blue White Breakdown.